got a bad feeling about this. is the Grandmaster Jedi. This here, everyone, is Travis Bennett. Everyone, welcome. How's it going, guys? As you said, my name is uh, Jedi Grandmaster Travis Bennett. I am the legal Grandmaster of the Western Pennsylvania Northeastern Ohio Church of the Force. We are also known as the Western PA Eastern Ohio High Jedi Council. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization and a re- full religious organization under the state of Pennsylvania and Ohio. Uh, Holy shit. That was a lot of information. So let's, yes. let's back that up a little bit here. So you run a nonprofit organization. Yes. Okay. So and you're uh, an actual Jedi. What exactly is your organization? Uh, we are a religious organization under the Church of the Force. It's an actual recognized religion in the United States. Interesting. So what we do is uh, we plan on going to all uh, different comic conventions, video game conventions, everything of the sort, uh, taking donations for the children's hospitals, things like that. Also just promoting health and well-being you know, throughout the area. Oh, nice. Okay. So if someone wants to reach out to you and help out the church in some way or even maybe even just... Uh, you know, volunteer their time. How can they get a hold of you? I can get a hold of me through any of my channels. Uh, on Twitter, it's at uh, tdog57. Uh, Vine, it's Friggles, as well as YouTube Friggles and Friggles and Friends. Friggles I and Friends. do plan on having an actual website out okay. uh, for the actual organization well, soon. When, when you get that up, people will definitely have to have you on again so we can uh, tell us a little more about it. But in the meantime, tell us a little bit about yourself, Travis. I've been a big Star Wars fan since I was a really little kid. Uh, my uncle used to love Star Wars. He'd show me the movies. I just fell in love with them from you know, Absolutely. From the I mean, we all did. That's why yeah. we're here. Yeah, obviously. So, of course, we just had May the 4th pass. Yes. Did you celebrate? Yes. Uh, my work actually almost you know, granted me the day off for that holiday. So. <laughs> it's a religious holiday at yeah. that point, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I'm going uh, to need the next day off. Uh, it's a religious holiday. Wait, what, what, what holiday is it? It's, uh, it's May the 4th. Uh, I'm yeah. sure you've heard of it. Wait, isn't that a Star Wars day? Yes, it's an actual yeah. religious holiday for me. Yep. And at that point, they just kind of have to... Yep. All right. I brought my ID card and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? How did you celebrate? I pretty much went uh, went around to a few of my uh, colleagues in that. Work. You know, we put together this organization. We were mm-hmm. trying to go down and uh, volunteer down at the... Uh, both the Women's Shelter and the Humane Society. See oh, okay. about what we can do to, you know, reach out, show people the generosity that is the force. Oh, nice. Know. All right, well, you're, you're doing a good cause. I also did a, helped toward a good cause on May the 4th. Uh, as you guys know, I've, uh, last, last two weeks, uh, in episode three, we told you a little bit about the March of Dimes charity event uh, for Star Wars the 4th, yeah. uh, on May the 4th day. And uh, me and my fiance, we went down there, and uh, Charles and all the other great X-Wing uh, Pittsburgh group guys were there, and we played everything from X-Wing to uh, Star Wars, uh, what is that, Imperial Assault, Armada, excuse me, 
Um, we played Star Wars Monopoly, Star Wars Risk, Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. Lived it up like a true rebel pilot. <laughs> exactly, pretty much. <laughs> so, except, I, I mean, I think I lost in most of my games. Which, eh, it's the rebellion. I get your, it's an uphill battle. Yep. But, Can't um, win them all. But it was awesome. So, you know, we, we donated. Uh, it was like a $25 donation just to go. And here you go. You know, here's toward a good cause. And again, it was toward the March of Dimes. And then they had door prizes all throughout the day. So we uh, we pitched in even more money toward donations to get more tickets. Uh, we didn't win anything, but my friend did give me his alternate art uh, Darth Vader pilot card for X-Wing. So I was really psyched That's to get that. Sweet, yeah. So thank you again, Evan, for that. Uh but yeah, we just had a good time overall, and like you said, it went to a great cause. We raised over a thousand dollars all together, and thank you again to Mr. Nice Guys in Monroeville, uh, PA. You guys are always fantastic hosts, and uh, you know you're doing the forces of, work. Yeah, <laughs> and it's because of you they were able to put this uh, this uh, event together. So thank you for that floor space. So yeah, I mean my uh, my May the Fourth was pretty busy as well. It's a wonderful, wonderful day of the year. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like my second birthday when you really think Obviously, about it. Obviously, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, those of us on the more rebel side of the spectrum, you know, kind of tend to shy away from the following day on the Revenge of the Fifth. Revenge of the Fifth. Now, I didn't do anything for Revenge of the Fifth. How about you? No, I kind of half expect you to be up in the stormtrooper getup. You know, just kind of. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I've been, I've been lacking. I have the, I have the helmet. I was representing the helmet. I still am putting together the rest of it. Um, it's just hard to get together with my uh, my fellow friend who is helping me build it. He's the one okay. who helped me cut everything out of the molds. And thank you again, Robert, for all your time. I, I'll never be able to thank you enough for all the time and effort you've helped me put into this armor. Oh, man. Um, no, I didn't do anything fun for, for Revenge of the Fifth. But uh, besides that, anything else been fun? Uh, nothing like that. Just kind of getting... You know, all my different things. Like I said, I have a website coming soon. I have mm -hmm. someone actually programming and coding that for us. So we'll actually be able to take donations from anyone who... Nice. Know, or if people want to sign up for different charity events we're going to be planning. How about any media and stuff like that? Like, have you been uh, reading, like, any of the comics, watching any shows? Definitely been reading the Vader comics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those, Those are Vader definitely comics? easy ones that have grasped a lot of my attention. I know they just released the newest um, storyline, and I don't know if you heard the news or not, but the final storyline of oh. the Darth Vader uh, line. It's sad, but, you know, everything good has to come to an end. True. And, you know, I I reached out to uh, a bunch of friends out on Facebook and just asked their overall opinion of the whole Darth Vader line of comics finally coming to an end. And most of them were all on the same ground of, like, yeah, you know, some of them were... It's, it's a bit overdue. Some of them are like, yeah, I'd rather see it go down on a good note. Then drag so, it out. Exactly. And milk it for what it's worth. Right. So it's supposed to end, I think they said, right as, I want to say, as Jedi was starting. I could be wrong about that. But okay. they are bringing that storyline to an end. And this okay. is the final five or six series that they're going to be doing for Darth Vader. But... I, I mean, I have a complete run of all the comics so far, and I, I have yet to keep up on them. I'm, like, gathering them, and I, I have, like, a back catalog to read at this point. Mm -hmm. So me and uh, Nicole are still reading through uh, Dark Disciple, which Definitely it, a good read. I, I, I'm liking it a lot. So, oh, man. But, yeah, that's about not enough for me. Ladies and gentlemen, 
You might be wondering, who the hell are you guys? Well, we are the Cocky Cockpit Podcast. We are a Star Wars comedy discussion podcast that's intended for a mature audience. So if you're like Spider-Man in Civil War and refer to the Star Wars films as those 80s films, this is probably not the podcast you're looking for. So feel free to move along. Move along. Ladies and gentlemen, scum and villainy, those fans who've tuned in again and again, thank you again, guys. As always, if you like the show, make sure to hit that like button, rate and review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and soon-to-be Google Play Store. And, uh, guys, guys, as always, you know, show your support. Hit that subscribe button. Let us bring this show to you as soon as it becomes available every other week. We will not disappoint. Yeah, we're trying not to. I mean, not to mention, if, if that's not enough for you, you want the show early, we're trying to break down the video into video breakdowns and get it to you early before the MP3 and v- full video post on YouTube, um, as well as, uh, you know, you can always follow us on Twitter and Vine, get the new latest uh, cocky cockpit news, as well as we just keep you laughing all throughout the day. Me and you just made a funny Vine together. Yeah. Probably one of my favorites. I've been waiting yep. to do that one for a while, so. Build up for that was intense. <laughs> have a snickers so we got a hell of a show for you guys thank you again so much for tuning in we got three great topics as always topic one's provided by me and it is jake lloyd the man who played anakin skywalker in episode one and his fall to the dark side topic two is usual what is yours what are you bringing i'm bringing a few different things Uh, a lot of it's a little bit of lore and speculation they never really get into that in the movies. It kind of disappoints me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Plus, a lot of uh, a lot of bombshells J.J. Abrams has dropped in regards to Kylo Ren's character. Actually. Okay, so we're going to be talking a lot about Kylo Ren in general. Yes. Nice, I like that. And topic three, of course, is provided by you, the viewers. You can uh, submit your topics that you'd like to hear on the show just by tweeting at CockyCockpit on Twitter with the hashtag GetCocky. It's all you need to do, just like another great Star Wars podcast that uh, I actually just started listening to. Um, and uh, they are known as the Beltway Bantha Podcast, and they reign out of Washington, D.C. Very awesome, guys. They have a lot of great speculation, uh, just like we're going to be doing here, as well as uh, very, very political. So they went ahead and submitted us a political topic that they'd like us I mean, to do. they're in D.C. A lot of things going down there political. Right. Things, so. so they want us to do Star Wars, the political debate. So we're going to be taking some Star Wars characters, coming up with their slogans, and talking about what they would provide to the galaxy if they, in fact, were Emperor. So it's going to be pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah. So with that, let's go into topic one. (laughs) So topic one. Topic one, again, provided by me. Jake Lloyd. You've heard of him? Yep. He's the child actor that played Anakin in 1999's Correct. The Phantom Menace. So if uh, if you are a Star Wars fan and follow any of the latest Star Wars news, um, I'm sure you've been seeing some interesting uh, news flows, flowing in from uh, your news sources about him. Yes. He's uh he's been taking he's he's been fighting some uh, pretty intense uh, psychological issues. Yes. Lately. And uh, <laughs> he's been arrested multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to dive a little bit into that. Sounds good to me. So, Jake Lloyd, like you said, um, why don't you bring up his Wikipedia Lord. page for us? All right, you got it. The fall of a Sith Lord. <laughs> the rise <laughs> of a Sith Lord. Let me take a look here. All right, so 
Jake Lloyd, like we said, he played the uh, child of Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Uh, Jake Lloyd himself was born March 5th in 1989. He's 27 years old, same age as me. Um, he uh, also goes by the name Jake Broadbent. Broadbent, right. Um, and he acted from 96 till 2001. Uh, he was, let's see here, born in Colorado. And he currently lives in Indianapolis, Indiana. So he did a bunch of different roles. The one other role besides Anakin that I'm really familiar with was he played the child in Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, yeah. So you, you remember, yeah. it's turbo time. Like, that, <laughs> still to this day, one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was always fantastic in it. Uh, looks like he attended a... Uh, he attended high school in Indiana as well. He left Hollywood for Chicago and then dropped out a semester of Columbiana College, Chicago, where he was, get this, studying film and psychology. That's that's interesting, considering that's <laughs> the two realms he'd fall under most right now. I do recall he dropped out of filming because he was being bullied in middle and high school. Mm-hmm. He was bullied yeah. a lot because he didn't attend school very much. Right, so... Um, says here in his personal life, uh, kind of go into that a little more. Let me scroll down here to, where was it? Here we go, his child acting career. It says that after portraying Anakin in a chain of related video games, um, he retired from acting in 2001, citing bullying on the part of classmates and the stress of doing up to 60 interviews a day as his reasons for doing so. Huh. So, I mean, you you kind of got to feel bad for I him. Mean, you become Darth Vader later. I mean, what's a few kids bullying? <laughs> I mean, exactly. You got to show him who's boss. Come on know? now. Oh, why can't you force choke me? Come on, Anakin. That's when you man up and you really choke him. <laughs> <laughs> imagine what that's so, like. Sorry, that's a Sith thing to say. Can you imagine, like, just growing up as that kid, though? Like, you know, becoming... Oh, definitely coming 16 and finally being able to go take your driver's license test and like the guy just knowing who you are like so uh you have any experience pod racing yeah just <laughs> like podcast uh, po- like pod racing no uh, <laughs> it's just shit like Get that one geeky driving instructor <laughs> that would be me oh man but i what else what else would they bully him for like the poor kid i pretty much like you said well, why can't you force him we do this oh i think a lot of it would be out of jealousy yeah Dude, I'd want to play Anakin. Hell yeah. Like, dude, I got to play in Star Wars. I want to play something in Star Wars now. It's one of the ultimate bragging rights. I will do whatever it takes to, like, lose 10 years of my life and go and play Anakin again in a reboot. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, the poor kid was bullied, um, dropped out out of film and psychology. But that leads us all the way to his personal life that we're going to be covering here where, like I said, he lives in Indianapolis, and on June 17th of 2015, he was arrested for reckless driving, driving without a license, and resisting arrest. His mother, Lisa, uh, stated that Lloyd suffers from schizophrenia and that the driving incident was brought on to him by having, a, uh, by having failed on his medication. She added that Lloyd attacked her at home in Indianapolis 
on uh, the previous March 26th, also due to his struggles with his condition. And then in April 2016, it's last month, he was transferred into a schizophrenia uh, facility after being diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia. Huh. So that was like the big thing. Like we all seen that mug shot of him. Yeah. Like basically, he looks beat to hell. Yeah. And he's, like he's been you know, a lot. exactly. He's just standing there. He might even have like the uh, mug shot thing going yeah, on. Number board. Yeah. And uh, again, I mean, reckless driving. Yeah. Uh, resisting arrest. I mean, that, that seems like Anakin to a T right there, reckless driving. I mean, <laughs> this is poverty! <laughs> <laughs> <There we> go. <laughs> Could be, I don't know, quotes from, uh, quotes from Anakin Skywalker. How about, how about, <laughs> sir, license and registration, and then he looks at his name, he's like, Jake Lloyd, huh? My name is Anakin. <laughs> I'm a person. <laughs> oh, I, I, I feel like, I feel kind of mean making jokes at him, but you know that's what we do here. We we throw blows. We don't fucking care. Yeah. I mean, the kid was bullied all his life, but I do what I, you know the things I would do to be in his fucking shoes. Yeah. You know. It's like, yeah, how much he probably grossed off of Phantom Mouse. Oh, 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 you're bullying me. I've got money. What do I? Care? Exactly. I mean, not to mention, it's, oh. it's not like Phantom Menace was his first. It was his first uh, film too. Like I said, he was in Jingle All the Way, and in a couple. He more. produced his own documentaries. Yeah, his own documentaries, and uh, I mean, fuck, what's his name uh, from who played uh, the young J uh, Django Fett was yeah. actually in some of like yeah, I think some film uh, that he's done. Like the kid had it going and just yeah. fucking fell apart. So yeah. the question is, what happened? Well. I do know that they've said a lot that young child actors do have a lot of times result in either schizophrenia or multiple personality disorders. It's mm -hmm. just the same thing that happened with Heath Ledger. You get right. too involved in a role, mm -hmm. it becomes a part of you. Like you disassociate yourself with that role and become that person. So I chalk that up, you know, maybe possibly to it. I, I mean, and Heath that. Ledger is not the first of this to come up. No, I mean, definitely not. There's even been interviews where uh, Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, exactly, like really got into. So, and you see how uh, crazy, um, what's his name? Who's playing the Joker now? Drawing yeah. like um, I can't think of his name either. Lead singer of my um, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what <Well>, shit? <laughs> Uh, he, I'm sorry, 30 Seconds of Mars, is, we cannot remember. I know, he's, but he looks fantastic in the trailers, and I'm really excited yeah. to see his role in this. But getting back to Star Wars, he's been taking this role super fucking serious. Yeah. And, like, it, it kind of makes you wonder, like, I know people say, like, oh, well, you know, with Heath Ledger, he had, um, you know, he, he was already done with his role in the, with the Joker when he committed suicide and all this well, kind of stuff. that shit sticks with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that shit stays so, with you. And not to mention, like, Poor Phantom Menace is the least favorite Star Wars yeah. film by pr practically almost everyone. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to have a couple people it's almost blamed. almost where it's, no pun intended, but taboo. Yeah. <laughs> like a little reference to taboo there. You know? So, like, you gotta you got to blame someone for that. Who's going to take the blame for that film being so bad? Yeah. And off the top of my head, I would say Jar Jar Binks. Easily. Right. All of the CGI. Mm-hmm. And George Lucas. Definitely not Liam Neeson. Right. Liam Neeson <laughs> was great in it. 
Um, and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi was fine yeah, in it, too. Yeah, Ian McGregor was Ian McGregor. splendid. Right. And he followed his role throughout the rest of the films yeah. and, and only gotten better. Heck, if anything, Ewan McGregor is one of the few great points about the prequels. Exactly. His acting, he made Obi-Wan, who yeah. we see Obi-Wan as today. So, but when you talk, I mean, we make jokes toward it, but some of the quotable lines from Anakin Skywalker, like, this is pod racing, and, you know, my name is Anakin, and are you an angel? Like, yeah. all of these stupid, like, lines that we make yeah, fun cheesy, of. cheesy, yeah. Could you imagine growing up as that kid? You know, yeah. and, you know... Imagine him trying to ask a girl to prom or something. Like, right. Oh, you better not call me an angel. Right, exactly. And I, I can only imagine. So, you, did the kid fall over the dark side? Does this kid... I mean, I, I, I say kid, but this grown-ass man... Old, yeah, he's older than I am. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, my, he's the same age as me. Does he have a chance at redemption? You know, can, can he... Get on the correct medications. Can he find the correct help to basically turn his life around at this point? Yeah. Not to you know go back and quote uh, the old Star Wars legacy and extended universe. The you know Lord Scourge can betray the immortal Sith Emperor and help Revan. And, uh, <laughs> things this kid can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see him to just turn it all around and and just bring uh bring it back around. I mean, we we don't want to. I I don't want to wish harm on anyone. You know, yeah, no. but. Uh, Never. After seeing these reports of like him attacking his mother, and yeah. you can only imagine what re resisting arrest would well, be like. You can like. also, you know, chalk, you know, however much it is maybe to speculation because there's always more one side to a story. True. Because you know how much pressure, you know, as a child actor, you know how much pressure his mother probably put on him? Yeah, that's true. So you don't know what kind of two sided relationship is there with that. Maybe she was very abusive to him, mm -hmm. maybe he retaliated. You never know. They're, like I said, yeah. they're just showing, hey, this was a child actor. Mm -hmm. He's arrested now. Right. And that's what the media's going on. Mm -hmm. They don't care about his mother. Oh, he attacked her. Well, she's the victim because she's not the famous one. Right. Oh, but, I mean, we look at, let's take the other actor of Anakin Skywalker. Uh, Hayden Christensen. Right. And he's another one who is pretty much blamed for all of the sequels. Not doing as well in the yeah. box office, right? Because, man, Anakin whiny. <laughs> right. You know, and again, whose fault is it? I think it's a mixture between Hayden Christensen. Yeah. I think it's a mixture between... Uh, Jake Lewis. Well, no, 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 no. But George Lucas. Yeah. And, again, just the poor chemistry between him and Natalie Portman. Yeah. And, again, just all of the, the CGI. Now, some of the CGI I really like. Some of it's pretty dull. Um, but we, we talk about Hayden Christensen after episode three. Yeah. The kids never appeared at any Star Wars celebration or any of the no. signing events or anything like that. Like, you look at all of these other Star Wars stars. Yeah. Right? And they're they out to conventions. Exactly. They're embracing the role. They're out there signing autographs. And what is he doing? Oh, he starred in, you know, the, uh, the remastering of, you know, the original three. Oh, congrats. Right. Oh, you just, you know. But that's what I'm saying is, like, the, the guy doesn't. Uh, he pushes himself as far away from the name Star Wars as he possibly can. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's because he knows that, you know, a lot of people blame him. I, for I these feel, bad I, roles. I, I honestly feel like it's hurting his acting. Career I don't know as well. if it was the writer's fault or if it was just Hayden Christensen's fault because, right. like I said, Anakin was very whiny. Well, for I, and again, I think that comes, portray him in, right. in my opinion, I think that comes down to blaming on George Lucas. Yeah. 
because and it's and writers. Right. Well, not only just the writers, but just the direction of it. Like, mm. you know, we've seen how awkward and uncomfortable mm. that fireplace scene is in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So, you know, if I saw a news story about Hayden Christian, like, uh, you know, being arrested or commit suicide or whatever it may be, God, God forbid, yeah, again, don't want to see that, but I'd be like, I could see it. Now, granted, I haven't looked at his IMDb or anything like that lately. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him in any big... St- well, then, look I- at a whole lot of actors from the original ones that mm-hmm. don't want anything, because they never thought Star Wars would be a big thing. Even right. Harrison Ford didn't think Star Wars was going to sell. Right. When they filmed the original, he's like, oh, that's why he never really watches his own movies. That's mm-hmm. why he wanted he wanted to die by the end of the original three. Right. Because he's like, I just don't think it's going to go as far as it should. Right. And what he know is going to turn to a cult classic. You know, and these these poor actors, I mean, like, granted, like, it's, it's great to see actors embrace the role mm. that they are given in Star Wars, you know, whether it be um, Mark Hamill. You know, Mark Hamill, when you think about it, he didn't really find any work outside of Star Wars no. until... So like the Batman arc, yeah. you know, Batman. Yeah, he's a voice actor. Exactly, for a long time. and he and he became very popular for that. But when it comes to actually film, there's yeah. not a lot. When you look at like Harrison Ford's basically the exception to that yeah. because he went on and did you know he is the only and, actor whose career wasn't ruined by the original you know the original trilogy. Right. So you can only imagine what Jake Lloyd uh, you know went through after yeah. that. Like oh well you you can't. You know, oh, you were Anakin Skywalker. To be able to hold up to that role would be very difficult. When yeah. you talk about Hayden Christensen, same thing. And hell, when we're even talking about like typecasting people who have had an extreme struggle finding work after their big role in a huge film, another person that brings to mind is Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, like, uh, what's... Um, Daniel Radcliffe? Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, he starred in Lady in Black. Okay. And uh, what's, and the, what's his, the other one? Um, horns. He's storm, yeah. storm horns. A big He's, problem with him, though, is everyone always pictures him in that role now. Mm-hmm. From that. Maybe that's another thing, because a lot of people don't want cast him. Like, well, look at the Lady in Black. Well, I just feel like I watched two hours of uh, Harry Potter being stalked by a phantom ghost. Right. And get run over by a train. That's yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I know there's been rumors uh, circling the board, like, if they would, you know, um, redo any of the Harry Potter films and all that, but... You know, in my mind, Daniel Radcliffe is yeah, he's Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. You know, and I'm 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 a big I'm a big enough Harry Potter fan to, to yeah. have an opinion on that. But man, I just uh, I can only imagine what it's like to be going through his head. And like I said, that the craziest thing of it all, the final thought is to think that this man he obviously was very curious about the mind to go into, mm-hmm. you know, go to college for psychology, psychology. you know, psychiatry. Or could he possibly have done because he Psych- sensed that something's wrong with him? Like, yeah. Because schizophrenia is essentially you're devolving, you know, devolving from reality. You mm-hmm. can't distinguish between what's your dreams, what's real, and mm-hmm. what isn't. And, you know, to... Something's, something's going re- on. Whether it's he's it. refusing medication or, you know, just maybe missed a few dose, but... You know, to go off the wall like that to where you're reckless driving and, you know, attacking your mother and resisting arrest and all that, like, you know, the the kid's got a lot to come, you know. So hopefully, you know, well wishes out there, you know, but the dark dark side's definitely strong in him, I think, is what we can agree right now. So that that anger is fueling the dark side. (laughs) The hatred. Yes, good. Good. Take your medication. <laughs> Do it. Do it. 
You don't need no water. <laughs> Just <laughs> speaking of water, we got we got drinks of ourselves. Uh, we, of course, we got the the, uh, the C3PO and R2D two glasses you are all familiar with, but. This time it's not lemon water, man. We're yeah. we're we're spicing up. We're we're being adults here now. Yeah, we got adult beverages. Alcohol, yeah. Yeah. So what are we drinking here? We got some nice Strongbow Golden Apple for all of you hard cider fans out there. <laughs> hard cider and boy, does it look fantastic in this awesome C3PO glass. It's like gold. Definitely. So that's what we're drinking. But ladies and gentlemen, scum and villainy. For those of you who like the video, again, hit that like button. Let us know down in the comments what you feel the the main reason that Jake Lloyd is going nuts. And yeah. if you know more on schizophrenia that you would just like to inform us about, I'd love to hear about it. Any feedback is good feedback. Absolutely. And with that, let's go into topic two. <laughs> okay, uh, next topic is one I picked myself just because I hear a lot of it. You know, anytime I run into anyone that's a big Star Wars fan, so ask me, what do you think of Kylo Ren? Well... I have a general like and dislike towards Kylo Ren. You know, a lot of people hype him up and say, oh, I'm just so emo. You don't understand, Dad. Yeah. Hair flip. One of my biggest things is nothing against the actor, but I don't like who they cast for You don't like Adam Driver? Like I said, it's nothing against him. He seems mm -hmm. like a wonderful actor, but like just kind of what nature gave him, like his voice, his stature just doesn't add up to the Sith Lord part. He mm -hmm. seems too childish for right. that part. Well... A lot of things people ask is, well, what do you think they're going to do with him? Mm -hmm. What do you think is going to happen after this? And anyone who's actually read you know, the original books on these before the Disney takeover knows right. that his real name was Lucien Solo, or Lucien Skywalker. Right. And he was part of what was called the Seven Sith Swordsmen, oh, which okay. they've now rehashed as the Knights of Ren. Okay. Well, tell me, tell me a little more about this, because I'm not super familiar with this. So the original books, Lucien Skywalker was a student of Luke, just okay. like he is here, but uh, after being persuaded by a dark force, which was not here, there, there's more explanation in the book on what exactly happened. He turned to the dark side and he slaughtered all of Luke's Padawan, as well as Luke's daughter and wife. Oh, okay. Now, I don't think that's what happened in here, because they haven't really laid enough groundwork for something like that. Right. They haven't laid enough lore. So, but what happened was he killed Luke's wife. Because okay. Luke's wife tried to take vengeance for their daughter and their Padawans, who was also trying to instruct the next generation of Jedi. So, at that point, Luke actually confronted him directly, and the Seven Sith Swordsman. Mm. So, that's neither here nor there. We know that a lot of it isn't canon anymore. Right. They've rehashed a lot of things. So, that lays, you know, the question, what exactly goes from here? Okay. So, one big thing is, oh, well, they asked me about his helmet. Well, why doesn't it look like Darth Vader's? Well, it's because J.J. Abrams has already said that Kylo Ren's character is heavily based off of Revan from the Old Republic series. Right. Because, the ex you know, the expanded universe is gone. It's no, not canon, but they did say that elements of Knights of the Old Republic is still there. Right. And so, they, they've actually came out and said, like, I know in the uh, the one Star Wars, you know, everything you need to know kind of book, yeah. they make references to Kylo Ren's lightsaber being from the Old Republic. It was from Revan's Cracked Crystal when he was defeated by Basta Lashawn. Wow. So... That leaves to bear, is he going to have a lot of influence from Revan's character? Because his mask isn't made to look like Darth Vader's. It's actually a Mandalorian helmet, which mm. Revan was known to wear. He was also the one to defeat Mandalore, the great Mandalorian warrior, right. the leader of the Mandalorian clans. Mm -hmm. So I want to see if they're maybe going to rehash that somehow. If they're going to have some influence, 
I always say the movies do a terrible job of explaining lore and background. They just leave that to the books and the comics to exp right. to explain for you know heavy Star Wars fans. So I'm I'm hoping that they're going to be some speculation on that. Okay, just from what you've told me. All right, so and uh, you know I'm not super familiar with you know at this point the Legends material. Mm -hmm. So you'll have to forgive me, but seems like you have enough knowledge to where I can ask you questions and you'll be able to kind of yes. throw. So you said about the Seven Swordsmen. Yes. So, when you say about swordsmen, I think samurai. And, of course, you know, the Jedi are kind of yes. based off yes. of... they're based off Shaolin monks. Right. And then their sword play is very um, samurai-based. Yes. So... There are many, many different lights. Would you say that that gray mask of Kylo Ren's, you know, it's very samurai-looking? Samurai mask? Right. It could very well be. And you say about seven swordsmen kind mm -hmm. of deal. So, you think that has something to base... It could. Could have uh, a, an influence. It very well could. Uh, we do see in The Force Awakens, when Rey is having that Force vision, you mm -hmm. do see Kylo Ren standing with six other figures. Right. Which could, which they're going to say is the Knights of Ren, or what was originally known as the Seven Sith, seven Sith Swordsmen. Sorry, it's a mm -hmm. bit of a tongue twist. Yeah. Um, okay, the, the other question I had is you said about Kylo Ren, or at the, well, in the, in the EU, the... Um, you said it was was it Luke's child or no? It was uh, Leia and Han. Okay, so but he kept Leia's name because Han and Leia were never married. Okay, so this this child of of Han and Leia is Lucien Solo kills or Lucien Skywalker. He right. kills Luke's wife and daughter. Both right. So if that's the case, um, one, do you think Luke has a uh, a wife in uh, say this new canon? It could. He definitely could. That could be part of the reason why he ran, because he's trying to cope with the loss before he can actually get to doing anything. But like I said, they haven't really laid enough groundwork for speculation on right. this. They didn't divulge anything else but besides, yeah, Luke's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> the other question, and this one does have a lot more speculation to it, is you know, who is, of course, the big question of Episode 7, who is Ray's right. parents? Yes, that's a hard one to answer because we really can't know yet because J.J. Abrams already admitted that Ray's parents were not in Episode 7 Correct. at all. Right. So that begs the question, who the heck is it then? Who else can we think of that might be related to this whole situation? In your opinion, who do you think? I'm still very undecided. I've seen people say, well, it could be Obi-Wan Kenobi's, but I highly doubt that. You think it? I highly doubt it because... We all know, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi was a very devout Jedi. Right. And he saw the direct effect of what attachment gets you. Well, you know, but, I mean, in, in the Clone Wars, uh, you know, he did have a love interest in the woman of Mandalore. Like, the, yes. the, well, she's the senator or whatever. Forget exactly her role. I think she might have even been queen or something like that. Could have. Um, but... You know, she's he said to her. Yeah, she was the reigning Mandalore at the time. Right. Because... She said to him, uh, you know, you know, would you have left the Jedi Order? And he goes, yes. You know, I would have left mm -hmm. the Jedi Order. So you say, yes, he's very devout. But at that point in, in the Clone Wars, to me, that says that he does. But like I said, after episode three, after seeing everything that happened with Anakin, I think it kind of opened his eyes a little and said, see, this is what love can do to a Jedi. This is what love can do to force wielders. That's, that's a very, very, very good point there. And, you know, we all know Obi-Wan was a very wise, wise man, so mm -hmm. I think he wasn't blind to that fact. Okay. So y you still at this point have no speculation who it could be? I'm still very open to it because mm -hmm. 
I said. Now, would didn't. you be okay if if they if she was not tied to the Skywalkers or any of the old cast? Would you be? I'd actually that? be very satisfied with that. Mm -hmm. It brings a new element to the game, something that we're not used to. Right. Because at this point, everyone makes jokes on the internet that essentially at this point we're just watching a video series of the Skywalkers fucking up the galaxy. <laughs> so now, is there any speculation? All right, let's get back to Kylo Ren here. Mm -hmm. So you said about, uh, you know, lore and speculation behind Kylo Ren. Mm -hmm. So one is, who do you think, uh, do you think Darth Plagueis is going to take any effect into this? Possibly, because we do know from even the prequels that Darth Plagueis was an incredibly strong wielder of the dark side of the Force. Mm -hmm. So if you look back into the filler there are some references that he could be a reincarnation of Valkorion, mm -hmm. who was an immortal Sith Emperor in the times of the Old Republic, who, after he died, he can reincarnate himself. Because mm -hmm. that's essentially what he did. He devoured the souls of, you know, Force wielders. He devoured the Force itself to become immortal. Right. So he can reincarnate himself at will. Because a lot of people believe that that's how Anakin came to be. Darth Plagueis, you know, used his power to manipulate the Force and create Anakin. Yeah. Which would be a sign going back to one of Valkorion's powers. So I do think maybe Darth Plagueis could be Supreme Leader Snoke. Mm -hmm. Or he could be an entirely different party. He could be the one manipulating Snoke. True. True. Um, so what speculation do you think was going on with Kylo Ren? Uh, at this point, I do think that from what J.J. Abrams has told us, that uh, he's going to be heavily induced from Mandalorian customs. Okay. Because that could have a return. But like I said, the movies do a very terrible job of explaining lore. Of what's behind what's going on. So right. they just kind of leave that to the books and comics. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that they do release some kind of you know publishing that will explain a lot of this. Since they have just said, yeah, everything that's happened at this point previously before we bought them out is just, nah. Right. Um, do you think there is going to be a redemption story for Kylo Ren? I think so. It follows the basic plot of most of the Star Wars movies. Because mm -hmm. they, for some reason, they just have this very bad habit of not letting a character die on a bad point. Right. Because even Count Dooku, they made it oh, wait, you're going to behead me? Oh, crap. Like, <laughs> they're just like, you see, oh, no, 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 no. And you kind of feel for him like, yeah, I'd hate that too. Yeah. I would not like this, mm -hmm. you know. I'd not like Hayden Christensen decapitating me. Yeah. Um... What about... Alright, so in that scene of Ray's vision, mm -hmm. right, we see um, her as a child basically being confronted by the Knights of Ren. Yes. Um, you know, it does show, like, one character kind of coming down to strike at her who's then stabbed by a red lightsaber. Yeah. Do you think that that's Kylo Ren... Very possibly, because we've seen instances like that very frequently mm -hmm. where a character, be it good or bad, has a quick change of heart in mm -hmm. the face of you know death of someone that they know. Mm -hmm. Look at Luke. Anakin. I was going to say Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Luke as well. You know, It kind of follows that same plot that Star Wars always seems to have. Like I said, Mace Windu is about to kill Emperor Palpatine, mm -hmm. and Anakin's like, I may hate this guy because he's a Sith, but I need him. Right. I need this. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what's going to happen to Kylo Ren. He's going to say, I need her power. Because <laughs> um, we all know that Rey, for some reason, is very gifted in the Force. Right. But that doesn't mean that she came from a Force wielder because being Force-sensitive does not 
is not running your lineage. And he seems to even have, he know he, like, there's a must, he has to know who she is. He has to, because he, he's had this revelation, like, you know, when they, the second they said there was a girl with Right. Him. And he goes, what girl? Yeah. Right. And then, you know, the scavenger, and then he freaks the fuck out. Yeah. So, I agree. I think there, I think he does know who she is. Um, does Kylo Ren die? I think I could see it coming. You think? I could see it. Like I could the definitely end see it of coming. episode set, uh, nine kind of deal. Very, very possible. I, I would like to see almost like a Star Killer story, where he's basically he's always he's obviously having pulls to the light. Yeah. Because he says it, you know. He's and um, we didn't even see that with Darth Vader. Right. So if he's having pulls to the light. I think that ultimately he's, I think in episode eight, he's going to really have like a, a battle in his mind of do I come to the light side or do I stay know. with the darkness? Correct. And then I think in episode nine, he is going to turn to the light side. And I think they're basically all going to, you know, gang up boss, you know, you know, final boss style on like Plagueis or whether it be the First Order or whatever the means mm. it may be. That could definitely, definitely happen. I can, I can definitely see mm. it. Does he stick with the red lightsaber the whole time? If he changes, does he get? Does he have a, a Luke Skywalker? It could. It could be. See what I could see as being a moment of symbolism mm -hmm. because his lightsaber now is a cracked crystal from Revan with a crate dragon pearl in it. That's what's making it unstable. So I can definitely see. Him going to a regular blue, green, you know, the standard Jedi colors, be it a Sentinel, Guardian, whatever, showing his internal conflict resolving. Mm, I like that I, I can see I can see a videographer using that as a form of symbolism to show his internal struggle is over. So you said you don't like Adam Driver as the character. No, he just doesn't seem to fit that evil part. But maybe that's going to come into play later. Like you said, if he has a change of heart, maybe his character will fit. Mm -hmm. Because right now, you have a hard time fitting him with a Sith Lord. Or at least I do. Right. He, he, when the first time I've seen the movie to the current time I've seen the movie, I love Kylo Ren up till when he takes the helmet off. Yes. Definitely. And like you said, I mean, he, I, like, I don't know what it is, you know, when the, you first see him and he catches that fucking bolt in the air. And that's another thing I, you know, I speculate. I hope that they bring a lot more force powers to work here because mm -hmm. they had a bad rep for not doing that and even the prequels is... Jedi and Sith are supposed to be great, powerful beings. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you look back to Knights of the Republic, there were Jedi and Sith that could destroy planets with the Force. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. Like I said, Valkorion himself, he devoured an entire planet using an ancient Sith ritual. There were mm -hmm. Jedi that can alter the landscape with the Force. Mm -hmm. Even Darth Vader was supposed to be the most powerful Force wielder known to, you know, known to the galaxy at that time. He could force choke someone from across the galaxy. There's even parts in the comic where he chokes someone over a comm link you yeah. know, thousands of miles away. So if that's the case, all right, so with episode four, A New Hope, you know, Lucas, he destroyed the Death Star and then later regretted destroying that Death yeah. Star because that, that was like this big plot point for him. So mm -hmm. they, he essentially just made him rebuild a bigger Death Star yeah. for episode six. So, do you think that 
you know, because with that super weapon and then them making, of course, Starkiller Base in 7, yes. with them destroying Starkiller Base in 7, I think it would be very cool if their new super weapon that can destroy planets is not a machine, but a man. That would be cool. Yes, that would be a really great point. Because then it can just show exactly what the Force in there... They've made this whole galaxy mm -hmm. centered around these two religions, essentially, that use the Force. They mm -hmm. need to show exactly how powerful this Force is. Mm -hmm. I think that's the one thing they're missing out on a whole lot. Right. Do you think they've stepped up their game with... Um... The, the the ability of using the force so for Definitely. example catching a lightning yeah. like catching a firebolt yeah. and then just being able to walk around and having mid no other force user ever have done you know they've never done that they've never right. oh hey i see a black well, it hell, well it even place. i mean only and held it there by right. not even concentrating like darth vader basically blocked the it with his hand yeah but he never stopped them. right and then just went on about his because you can't business. stop refracting light like that <laughs> but kylo ren did it so then he like i said he walks around and you know, he was very, he, I love the voice theme. He, he was very intimidating then, mm -hmm. right? And, um, and then, you know, when he takes off the helmet, you it's know. It's like he, an entire persona shift. Right, you know, and then he's going up to Snoko and, you know, oh, but she's strong in the ways of force, you know, like, he becomes this, like, kind of whiny. Yeah, but maybe, character. again, that's a form of symbolism because it's showing once he, you know, when he's behind that mask, he has the bravado because mm -hmm. he's not looking someone directly in the eye. He's not confronting him as himself he's confronting this kylo ren i see you're saying ben he's almost he's almost putting on the persona of his grandfather yes. at that point yes when he puts on that mask he mm. thinks i am darth vader Ooh, what, I like what would anakin skywalker do and when I he like takes that. off you see the vulnerable weak willed you know essentially the child even though he's grown up but he's still struggling with that internal conflict right like his parents their voices are still screaming for him to go to the light mm -hmm. but snoke and what he thinks of Darth Vader is still pulling him back. Hmm. That's very. That's a very great point. Um, and then, I mean, of course, lastly, his he has a scar on his face. Hmm. Um, you know, do you think with that, you think we're going to see more of the helmet? Probably, because the whole Sith mindset is not to show your weakness to anyone. Hmm. So showing that scar is going to make someone bested me. I like this. I like this a lot. I like this a lot. <laughs> so I think that's going to be a very, very good point. He mm -hmm. may not want to remove his mask now mm -hmm. because, like I said, he doesn't want to show that weakness. He this new fledgling, not even a Jedi yet, not even a Padawan, mm -hmm. bested me in lightsaber combat. Right. Literally pulled the lightsaber from my hand yeah. and bested me. Yeah. That lightsaber, it belongs to me. <laughs> I like that so a lot. Cheesy. Any any other thoughts you wanna you wanna throw out? At uh, me? My one thing is, how the heck could Ray just all of a sudden? Oh wait, I can use the Force. I'm gonna use Jedi mind trick on Daniel Craig. Mm -hmm. I think. Where did that come from? I think we're gonna learn more of that in Episode Eight. Oh, oh, I could probably do that. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna go do this now. <laughs> like. <laughs> Jedi like, trained since they were little children to do that. And she just, and you're going to drop your blaster. <laughs> like, what? Uh, I feel like they just cut a few steps from mm -hmm. this process. Yeah. Like, that was, and that's, and I think that's why we got the title, The Force Awakens. Yeah. You know, because it, it's an awakening. I feel like they thing. hastily just hashed it together. It was a funny moment, though. I think, was, I, I think, I think that was, was the like main a, thing to take away from it. It was like, yes, this girl like was learning. I give Daniel Craig screen time. <laughs> I mainly think. I, I think it was. I think it was a, a mixture between them showing like this. This woman is, 
you know, coming to uh, her mind and remembering mm. these powers, and maybe, at the same time, kind of having them before. Maybe something I, happened. I think so. Maybe when Kylo Ren turned, maybe she's one of the surviving Padawans. I like to believe that. There's Very obviously there's a, a moment of realization in Luke Skywalker's eyes when he meets her. Yeah. And whether that's toward the lightsaber or toward her is still up for speculation. Indeed. Like, it could be. She could have been a Padawan that survived, that Luke protected and hid away on Jakku and said, mm -hmm. I will come back to you. Maybe that's why she has that huge admiration for Luke Skywalker, but she just doesn't know it. There, I, I did hear a theory as to Kylo Ren is the one who saves Rey in that vision, and he's the one who takes her away to Jakku and erases her mind. But my counterpoint to that would be he can't even read her mind. Yeah. How the hell could he erase, erase it if he yeah. can't even read it? And not to mention, in known lore, well, no longer entirely canon lore, mm -hmm. it used to take an entire council of high Jedi masters to erase an individual's mind. Uh, it's not just like the men in black kind of no. deal. <laughs> no, they actually had to knock them out and actually do a ritual to erase their memory. That's what hmm. they did with with Revan. Right. Said to rewrite his memory. Man. Any last points? Uh, other than that, no. That's pretty much... Cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, scum and villainy, let us know what you think, your speculation, and uh, what you may think may come in following movies. Uh, let us know down below in the comments. We'd absolutely <laughs> love to hear your feedback, what is going through your mind, your lore and speculation on Kylo Ren. Oh, man. With that, let's go into topic three. Let's. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Scum and Villainy, topic three comes again from you, the community. You can get your topic read just by tweeting at Cocky Cockpit on Twitter with the hashtag Get Cocky. It could be very, it could be as serious or as fucked up as you want, because that's what we Always. do here. So, this one here, again, guys, was submitted by another great Star Wars podcast that you can follow just by going on iTunes, Twitter, uh, as well as uh, all those other great medias like Stitcher. They're known as the Beltway Bantha, and they're out of Washington, D.C. They are all about speculation and uh, politics. And uh, me and, we, me and uh, the other hosts, we, we started getting along. Thank you again, guys, so much for reaching out to me. Um, your show's awesome, and I already left my review, so thank you again for that. They want us to do Star Wars, the political debate. That'll be interesting. So, um, basically, his idea was, hey, why don't you make uh, campaign slogans for Padme, like, basically in high school, running for class president, essentially. <laughs> And I thought about, I was like, that could work, but I'd like to extend that to all of the Star Wars characters in the universe. Good. And basically, instead of being like Senate, it could be toward like Senate or if they're going to be like Galactic Empire, mm -hmm. like the Galactic Emperor. So I will begin. Um, I wrote down some notes of like fun slogans I thought of myself. Um, but I will start with an easy one here. If... <laughs> if Chewbacca ran for Senate and or Emperor, his slogan would be, ready for this? Let the Wookiee win. <laughs> <laughs> and as Emperor, Chewbacca would, he would, uh, 
he would il, um, make slavery slavery illegal in all of the uh, controlled planets by the by the empire. Um, I believe all of the stormtroopers, essentially, like the uh, galactic police, would be Wookies. Um, and they would have, you know, all have like. I don't know if that'd be more fierce. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> Man, they'd put Han Solo out of business yeah. pretty fast. I mean, like, could you imagine? Could you imagine like stealing, like being like this poor guy in the, you know, mid rim somewhere who steals an, an orange, trying to survive? Right exactly. Would, you this know, poor little Rodian just like. <laughs> <laughs> just rip his arms right off. Arm for an arm, you know. Yeah, you can't you can't steal now. <laughs> um, what else? I I think I think another great slogan for him. Get to feel like Chewbacca would be like Donald Trump's hair escaping from him <laughs> and running for the Senate. I think another great slogan would be um, Chewbacca. Uh, be like Chewbacca, your new life dead. <laughs> or something like that, like because he's he's gonna be permanent yeah. kind of deal, um, you know. And that would show that would show everyone you voting. Don't dare <laughs> elect Chewie out of office. <laughs> that would show everyone that you know he's a loyal man who stands by his word. Um, I also think that uh, Trandosians would basically um, kind of be a very secluded race they would kind of not be able to go out much because of all the other wookies yeah running the planets essentially um but i think i think chewy would be a firm but loving emperor yeah i could see it i could see it <laughs> all right your turn firm, but pick pick a character hmm you can use one of my slogans if you'd like well i can definitely see That'd be a tough one. Which one? I like the Skywalker and Skywalker one. <laughs> Together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Correct. Although I feel like there'd be a lot of headbutting going on. Oh yeah. I mean by Always, you're, always. You're gonna have that. Okay. Why so, say we subjugate the galaxy? <laughs> Why say we not do that? So this is Darth Vader as president, essentially. Yep. And Luke and, as his VP. Exactly. So and again, like you said, they're <laughs> Their their slogan would be "Together we can rule the galaxy as father and son." <laughs> all right, so we're well, we could they could also run the slogan, you know, "Giving a hand to the galaxy." <laughs> I love it. That was great. <laughs> so I mean, both of them. There you go. So a lot of dad jokes. I could I could see Vader doing a lot okay. of dad jokes if he you know raised Luke a lot. But I feel like that would be a good pair because I think Luke would be like 80% of Vader's impulse control. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how... Oh, the other senators want to veto my bill? I say we destroy them! <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, Dad, let's not. <laughs> not that. They actually make some really good points. You Those Wookiees will rip your robotic limbs off <laughs> and I'm not paying your uh, auto repair bill again. Like, Could you imagine just like... I, I, but then again, I mean, who could stand, who could stand in your way? Yeah. Like, Oh, you don't want to pass my bill? You do want to pass my yeah. bill. And they just kind of rub like the a force. The last two force users in the galaxy, you know, <laughs> there's nothing that's going to stand against you. The two most powerful force users. So at that point, would they, how, how would they rule the galaxy? 
I feel like it would be a good balance. Okay. Actually, because we all the know the dark Luke, side and the light side pulling yeah, at each other, and they're both pretty much in an equal standing as far as force ability. Now, would there be the would there be the Darth Vader redemption redemption story if this happened? Maybe not, because we all know how stubborn Anakin is. <laughs> we all know how stubborn. He would Anakin eventually. Is. He, I think he would. But then he'd just get pissed off and yeah, just, he'd get mad. Oh, fuck this, man! I'm gonna go slaughter some more sand people. <laughs> Giving like, a hand to the galaxy, I like that one. And I do love that vine, the Mother's Day vine. You know, I wonder how Vader spends it. <laughs> Trash the sand people village. Tusken yeah, Raiders just burning in the breeze. All right, let me see here. Um, let me find. Oh, I love this one. I love this one. All right, Lando Calrissian, running for emperor. His slogan would be, <clears throat> "Vote for not the system." but the man. <laughs> and uh, Lando, man, if Lando, <coughs> if Lando was president, things would, oh man, I can only imagine, like, it would be a party, I feel like. You know, there'd be uh, Colt 45, to, uh, you know, <laughs> running out of water fountains, you know, games of Sabat, like, run it, like, every... Like, casinos and all sorts of gambling would be legal system-wide. Although I don't know if I'd trust that, because I feel like he'd borrow my ship and go and, you know, fly it right into the middle of a Death Star. <laughs> what else? Um, if, he, uh, if he was president, he would... Oh, man. What would his security be like? Hmm. Definitely not Han Solo. <laughs> um, I feel like it would be... Like Ugnaughts. Just yeah. like Ugnaughts and shit like that. His his uh, White House would be in Cloud City. Yeah. Right in the middle of Bespin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right, you pick one. Ah, uh, let's see. Darth Maul is an interesting one. <laughs> At last, we'll have our revenge. So, Darth Maul. Huh. That would be a very, very dark time for the galaxy. Now, okay, if Darth Maul, if he's running, is. Is he the head candidate or the secondary candidate? Like, is mm. he is he VP or president? I feel like he'd be VP. Yeah? He just, I don't think he has it to be uh, an actual leader. You know, I mean... He's still a he, Sith apprentice. Yeah, but I mean, and, and uh, I mean, I still haven't seen Clone Wars. I'm sorry, Rebels, I'm sorry. I know he appears in Rebels again. Yes, to try and get his revenge on Obi-Wan. Right. But, I mean... When spider he, <laughs> No, that's Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. He's in Rebels now. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, but he no longer has oh, the spider legs, by oh. the way. Um, yeah, down. it's very cool. But he does take over Mandalore. Huh. Yeah. With a black lightsaber. That is weird. It's fucking awesome. It's the end, end of Clone Wars. Check it out. That's going to be <laughs> odd. Because Mandalorians are very... Well, they accept all of them. As long as you're willing to fight and kill things, the Mandalorians don't care. So, I think I think another thing... Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. The galaxy's only hope. I mean, that exactly. goes without saying. You're our only hope. <laughs> So if, if I think if Obi Wan ruled the galaxy, of course the Jedi would be very prominent. Or, or vote for Obi Wan, he's got the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, let's see here. Um, oh, <laughs> I got another good one for Obi Wan. All right, Obi Wan Kenobi, your best candidate from a certain perspective, <laughs> from a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. <laughs> Negotiate his way to the top. <laughs> That's definitely a good one. Oh, shit. Um, 
Obi-Wan, I think uh, the Jedi would be very prominent, but I think he would make changes to the Jedi. Um, yes. When it comes to... I think we would stick with... Uh, oh, here, here's another slogan for him. Ready? Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> a vote for democracy. <laughs> a vote for democracy. <laughs> so we'd have a, like a... Uh, like a, uh, a straight democratic republic. Exactly. Almost just like the Republic. That I, I, feel, I feel like better. he would get rid of the whole uh, Jedi can't love thing out of it, though. Yeah. Well, that's been tried by a lot of Jedi. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was a big thing in Night's Tale Pride. If you've ever read Revan, you know, hmm. that was Revan's big thing. Once he came back to light, he wanted to promote, you can love in the Jedi Order. It feels light, and the Jedi Council said, no. <laughs> that's heresy. Get out. <laughs> I like this one here. I, I wrote down as well for Darth Vader. Here to put you back on schedule. <laughs> you do not fail him. <laughs> um, what other good ones I have for Vader here? There is good in him. I feel like like if like there's all these like uh, what do they call when they uh, they make marketing campaigns against you? Oh, like uh, mudslinging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that would be like one of his redemption ones. Like there is good in him. <laughs> I can sense it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's another good one for Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi, more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, this one here I wrote down for Yoda. Ready? Um, and it would be one of those slinging campaigns, like, right? He's, like, talking shit on him. It would be, like, when Obi-Wan Kenobi becomes senator, <laughs> do as good, he will not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Yoda ran, there would be a lot of confusion. This advertisement was pr produced by the Yoda campaign. <laughs> yeah. I just I feel like there'd be a lot of confusion. He's trying to talk. Well, which is it? What? It'd so, take everyone a minute to piece so, together so, what he's saying. Like, uh, so, uh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I like that. So, Mr. President Yoda, um, the budget seems to be out of whack. What would you do? <laughs> out of whack? <laughs> Try, you will. <laughs> Succeed, you must. Wait, wait, wait what did you, you say? Did you say... You we... didn't give me an answer, Yoda. <laughs> most, most presidential... It's good you have faith in me, but I don't know what you want me to most do. Most presidential uh, ca candidates I, don't give you an answer. So. Yes. I do think the Jedi would be the stereotypical politician. There's just so much mysticism and, like, half-truths and general statements that it's just... Okay, well, we come no closer to what we were trying to achieve here. <laughs> so I also went and I looked up um, some of the actual presidential campaign slogans that presidents have used um, since the 1840s. So one of them that jumped out to me is Abraham Lincoln's from 1860. His was, vote yourself a farm. And when I thought that... Put yourself a moisture. <laughs> exactly. I was, like, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, that would be very Luke Skywalker. Yeah, very tatooine you know, <laughs> Like, you know, even a farm boy can become president. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. We were talking about Republic. This one here is uh, Benjamin Harrison from 1888. His was Rejuvenated Republicanism. Good. Yeah. <laughs> follow the Empire. Like, hey, yeah, let's bring back the Republic. All right, this one here is from 1916 from Woodrow Wilson. It reads, he kept us out of war. 
How can you have a Star Wars without without wars? Yeah. Every time, every time it opens so, up, there's a war between yeah. someone going. So, on. if a presidential campaign were to stop the the wars, who would it be? Would you say? Would you say? Like Palpatine mm. at that point, because he did stop the. He, did. He, did. he stopped the conflict. The rebels are the ones that brought the conflict. All right. How about this one? If you were to pick a um, someone in the Star Wars galaxy to use this one, this one's from 1956 from Dwight Eisenhower. His was peace and prosperity. Who would use that? See either Yoda, okay, or Obi Wan. I think an Obi Wan. Yeah, I could see an Obi Wan with that. All right, this one here is from 1960. Richard Nixon. His was for the future. For the future. <laughs> I can see a lot of Anakin in that one. Ooh, honestly. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's the chosen what, one. He's He can see into the future. Yes, I like that. Okay, okay. Um, ooh, all I right. can also see Anakin running a campaign like, don't underestimate his power. <laughs> this one's from 1964. Lyndon G. B. Johnston. Johnson. His was, the stakes are too high for you to stay at home. For some reason, I just thought Wookiee stakes. <laughs> no, I'm thinking I'm thinking Lando Calrissian. For yeah. that one. The stakes are too yeah, high to gambling. stay at home. Like that's like the whole gambling. Yeah, exactly. There's stakes on the line. Yeah, pick it up. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Picking up what you're uh, force pushing out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. This one's from 1964 as well, from Barry Goldwater. Goldwater. Cheers. Mmm. <laughs> And then the glasses just shatter, and we're left with a puddle of alcohol. On <laughs> From where was it's I? Job Here we go. Barry Goldwater. In your heart, you know he's right. <laughs> <laughs> who, who in the Star Wars galaxy would have that one? For some reason, I could think of uh, I could think of Vader that search your feelings. You know, <laughs> you know it'd be true. true. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> That's a great one. All right, let me see here. Let me look. Um, let's see here. Oh, there's some, there's some good ones in here. There's some bad ones in here. Um, ooh, okay. 1992, Bill Clinton. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Huh. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Again, I kind of think this one, Anakin, as well. Yeah. Because, again, Cause he's like, always worried about... Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow. He's always worried about what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> All right, um... All right, this one here. Uh, 1992, Ross Perrett, Ross for boss. Now, I already know who I'd put down for this one. Boss Nass. Boss Nass, fucking right. The first thing I came to mind was Boss Nass. <laughs> <laughs> it would be... That would be a um, very Nixon thing. I can see, I can see Boss Nass like Nixon. Well, how would you get Nass for boss? Is Nass that how for we do? boss. Uh, let's see here. He's hmm. a big goober fish. Okay, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find some other good ones. At <laughs> 2000, George W. Bush. No child left behind. <laughs> Anakin. <laughs> Anakin's younglings. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, all right, this, this one, again, 2000 as well, George W. Bush. Real plans for real people. Real plans for real people. People. Execute Order 66. Oh. <laughs> it's funny that both of those George W. Bush references are from yeah. Order 66. Yeah. You learned something. 
Let's see here. Bush did order 66. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Again, 2000, George W. Bush, reformer with results. Palpatine right there. <laughs> Again, I think it goes back to that order 66. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, I think we've right. uncovered something here. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I think this one would be Yoda. Barack, Barack Obama from 2008. <clears throat> um, he has two of them. And I think both of them can flow into each other very well. And it'd be Yoda. It would be um, change we believe in, we can. Change we need. You wouldn't even need to rehash that. No, I, I changed it up a little bit. It's change we can oh. believe in, change we need. Oh, okay. So okay I you don't that. even need to rehash that. That's perfect right there. <laughs> Barack Obama is Yoda. Oh, this one here, it's also from 2008. Barack Obama. Barack, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Um, Barack Obama. It's just, it says hope. It'd be a Luke. Yeah. A new hope. new hope. But when I first read it just a moment ago, I thought I said, nope. 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> Quote from President Obama. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. So I think to, to wind down this topic here, um, I found uh, there's a great website I always go check out for Star Wars news. <clears throat> I'm sure you're very familiar with them. They're known as theforce.net. Mm. Great, uh, you know, great Star Wars website for news and mm. all that fun breaking of. But they uh, they did a thing here. Excuse me. They did. They also did something very similar to this, where the uh, readers of Force.net could submit, and they did the top ten Senator Palpatine campaign slogans. So I'm just going to read off a few of them here because these are, some of them are good. All right, uh, number ten. You're mistaken. A great many of things. Vote for me as senator, and I'll clear everything up. <laughs> Um, I like this one. Number nine. I'm sorry, that was from Michael uh, McKinley on theforce.net. This one here is from uh, Kieran H, underscore H. It's number nine. Tired of everyone in hooded cloaks knowing your every thought? Read my lips. No more Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this one's good. Number eight from Alberto uh, Vosco. Vascaris? Something like that? It's very... Ugh. Anyway, number eight, Palpatine. Here for a darker future. <laughs> uh, uh, number seven, just... I love number seven, too. Uh, by Jay or, or Katie. Uh, number seven, put an end to illegal... <laughs> put an end to illegal alien immigration. <laughs> Tell me that's not Donald Trump. Yeah, that's Trump <laughs> to a T. Uh, let's see. We're going to build a hyperspace fence around the outer rim. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Some of these are not as great. Number three by Jim Cressel. Cressel. Number three. Why settle for a lesser evil? That's running with the whole Cthulhu ad camp. Um. <laughs> this one's probably one of my favorites by Ethan ha uh, Hayward it's number two vote Palpatine it does a planet good 
And if you have no other choice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I like to think of that. I like to think of that as like the planet has to do good or you're just going to blow it to fucking yeah, smithereens, if essentially. If you don't do what I want, I'm just going to blow you up. <laughs> and number one, I don't, I don't, hold on. No, this, let's see here. Looking for emperors in Alderaan. Here we go. Um, this one here is by Sharon Darklighter. It's a vote for Palpatine is a vote to preserve life. Dot, dot, dot. Yours. Yours. <laughs> Do it. Uh, let's see here. Let me see if anything else jumps out here. <laughs> this one's really good. Another one of my favorites by Ariel. Um, Palpatine. 3.8 million clone warriors can't all be wrong. <laughs> Um, and then see here, this one here is by Joe uh, Bishop. It all depends upon what your definition of evil is. <laughs> Leave that to you for interpretation. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. That's about it. That's that's the other good ones. So. That was topic three. Any other any other things? So if, if you were to put if you if you had to, a ballot in front of you and you had to your you know your presidential elections come up and you had to put a ballot in for any Star Wars character to rule the galaxy, who would you vote for? Obi Wan. Yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. I feel like he'd do a very fair job. That's a good it's a good one. Um hmm. <clears throat> I had to vote for someone. I like Chewbacca. I'm going Chewbacca. Just a big poser. Exactly, you know? Well, what does that mean? <laughs> hey, Han, can you read this for me real quick? I have no clue what that says. You think, like I said, he's loyal. He's um, against slavery. He's a good person overall. He's a hero. He's a war hero. Hmm. You know, I, I think he's got a lot of great presidential candidate um, leverage there. Definitely. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, scum and villainy, tell us who you think would be your presidential uh, candidate if you were to vote for a Star Wars candidate, as well as let us know if any of your Star Wars character slogans that you may have came up with, as well as, guys, thank you again. Feel free to go over to the Beltway Bantha podcast. Again, guys, Twitter. Um, I think they have, they have a Facebook um, iTunes, Stitcher, I think they're on Google Play as well. Guys, go show them some love. You know, tell them I definitely you, will. Exactly. Tell them you came from the cocky cockpit. Show them a little love our way. Um, and uh, go give them a great review. And, and subscribe to their channel as well. It you know, really mean a lot to me. And hey guys, don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Make sure to hit that like button. Uh, if you're on iTunes, Stitcher, or soon to be Google Play, make sure to rate and... Uh, um, and you will leave a comment. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, rate and uh, fuck, man, I'm drawing a name blank here. Review us. That's the word I'm looking for. Rate and review us uh, all on iTunes, Stitcher, and again, soon to be I uh, Google Play. Google Play. Thank you. There you go. iTunes. Gotcha. Free in your mind. <laughs> no, I, I will drop my weapon. There's a surprising amount of midget porn in your mind. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> Uh, guys, again, hit that subscribe button. Let us bring this show to you as soon as it becomes available, whether it be on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, 
and of course YouTube guys and get that yes. get the show early on YouTube as well as we release it a few days early before the full MP3 goes available on both YouTube and on all of our MP3 services. And lastly, guys, follow us on Twitter and on Vine at Cocky Cockpit. We uh, we put posts all throughout the day, funny uh, memes we make, funny shit I see that I just want to share with you, as well as the crazy ass vines that we come up with every. Yes. We try to post one every day. Um, so Give us uh, a like. You're our only hope. Exactly. You are our only hope. Travis, again, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Where can people follow you? I'm definitely glad to be here. I can follow me on any of my YouTube channels. I also have a Let's Play called Friggles or Friggles and Friends. Uh, Four to Finish is a big project we're working on. If you're into video games, you know, different trials, punishments, kind of mm -hmm. things like that. Also, I have a website coming, you know, coming along. Once that's finished, I'll be able to put it up. I'll, you know, definitely let yeah. you know. If anyone wants to donate or volunteer, you know, to help out, we definitely appreciate it. I'll help. definitely be there in my Stormtrooper armor. <laughs> that would definitely work. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Travis, for coming on. Thank you, the viewer, for tuning in. We'll be back to you next in two weeks with another Cocky Cockpit episode. This That will be episode number five because this year's episode number four. Again, guys, thank you again so much for tuning in. May the force be with you. This party is over. The Cocky Cockpit features explicit content and is intended for a mature audience. We are not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited. 20th Century Fox or Disney. It is intended for entertainment purposes only. All outside content is property of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Cocky Cockpit unless otherwise indicated. The show's opening music was provided by Reese. The closing music was provided by Noise. Feel free to follow both on their channels at youtube.com.